This is a podcast from the Queen City Podcast Network. From the Queen City Podcast Network studios, high above Uptown Charlotte, this is CLT First, Charlotte's first daily news podcast, home of the five-second weather. Today is Wednesday, February 21st. I'm Stuart Watson. I'm Amy Bristol. Sunny today with a high of 59. Tonight, mostly clear with a low of 38. Skyline changes coming to Charlotte. Charlotte City Council has unanimously approved an addition to the former Duke Energy Building. This is the one on South Tryon with the V at the top. This is in the form of a giant Wells Fargo sign across the top of the building. There was some resistance to this sign initially as being too big, as it's nearly double the size of the truest sign in Uptown. Wells Fargo owns this building. Residents of Mecklenburg County have till February 29th to fill out a survey that'll let leaders know where they think their tax dollars should go when it comes to programs and services funded by that money. County leaders say it only takes a few minutes to fill out the resident budget survey for Mecklenburg County's 2024-25 fiscal year spending plan. They say it will allow residents to indicate their priorities for community spending and needs. That survey can be found at budget. The Charlotte Area Transit Authority is looking for local artists. CATS is looking to wrap its buses in artwork that celebrates cultural diversity and inclusion. Artists and designers have until March 17th to submit their artwork. Those selected will get paid $4,000 for the work. Artists must be living in and or working in the CATS service area. We're getting closer to the launch of Charlotte's first social district. That'll be where you can legally drink on the public streets. The Charlotte Ledger is partnering with CLT Public Relations and the Plaza Midwood Merchants to host a cocktail party to introduce this idea. It's the only social district so far in Charlotte and opens next month. Find out more at the Charlotte Ledger. And this week, the Charlotte Ledger's Ways of Life honors the life of Fountain Odom, I knew him as a politician, a member of the North Carolina legislature for many years. Most people knew him as a politician and a lawyer, but the ledger's remembrance reminds us he was a fully formed human being, many sides to him, including harmonica player and beekeeper. Mr. Odom died last November at the age of 85. In a moment, the Charlotte winner at Daytona. you turn to stay in touch with the city around you? Broadcast news isn't what it used to be, and commercial radio doesn't scratch that itch. If only there was one place you could get it all, when you want, wherever you want, on your schedule, there is the Queen City Podcast Network. Listen to your city on your schedule at queencitypodcastnetwork.com and everywhere you get your podcasts.
In Tuesday's CLT First, that's the podcast you're listening to right now, we talked with the host of the Crown Cast <laughs> right here on the Queen City Podcast Network, Logan Meyer. Love that guy about the upcoming Charlotte FC season starts this weekend, but we had to edit out a whole section about the effects of popular shows like Welcome to Wrexham, Ted Lasso, and the effect they've had on Charlotte's love affair with soccer. So here that is. Have you seen an uptick in people um, paying more attention to to Premier League soccer since um, Welcome to Wrexham happened on on Hulu? So, you know, I have seen an uptick in the United States. I think that that is the, the most accurate thing I can see. Welcome to Wrexham does a pretty good job of of showing what what football is. And I don't think they took the heart out of the game. So I, I think it's been a good ambassador, especially in the U.S. And do you think that also helped with Charlotte FC quite possibly gaining some fans for soccer here in the U.S. and Major League Soccer and getting fans in the seats here in our stadium. Oh, yeah, 100 uh, percent. That's one of those things where when you do have that symbol, when you do have somebody who represents the game well, it encourages people to go out and look at what's around them immediately. And Charlotte has always been a city that gets behind its sports, you know, whether it's the basketball team or the soccer team or the NFL team. Uh, sometimes all of those teams experiences challenges uh, as far as winning is concerned, and yet they still have these amazing fan bases. So seeing the people in Charlotte and the surrounding areas uh, turn to the team like that with support has been amazing. Okay, I was going to ask about Ted Lasso and Lionel Messi. I think Ted Lasso has probably done a fantastic job of getting people who weren't already tuned into to football or soccer. I think Lionel Messi's the the waves that he will make for the game are going to be significantly further than uh, just tuning people in right now. I think that he has a position and an opportunity to help not just the MLS, but soccer in general, hopefully leading with the MLS grow to, to really outstanding heights, even though it's the most popular game in the world. So, I, you know, the effects of Ted Lasso were definitely immediate. The effects of, for me, what Messi has done coming to the MLS could be longstanding and and could continue to grow. Now, Stuart, have you seen the new show that's on Netflix, the series um, called NASCAR Full Speed? I am aware. I haven't gotten to it. It's in the queue. Well, what's very cool is that one of the drivers that's actually featured on that show is William Byron, who's right from here in Charlotte, who won the Daytona 500. That was on Monday, the rain-delayed race. Yes. Well, I have fallen in love with him. Why? Well, one, I just think it's really cool how he got into NASCAR, which is, you know, he started out just driving video games, not driving actual cars. Two, his family is absolutely delightful. And three, what I think is equally as cool is he actually dates another race car driver's sister. So he dates Ryan Blaney's sister who just won the Cup Series. So he's trustworthy to date your sister. He's trustworthy he's... enough to date your sister within the NASCAR family. So I thought that's pretty cool. So I just love him. So it was really exciting for me to watch the Daytona 500 more so this year because I had gotten so in to the drivers that I met in that documentary. So it was really, really cool. On the third Wednesday of every month, the International House Nonprofit celebrates the cultures of Charlotte's international communities. Tonight's event offers an introduction to the culture of South Korea at 6 o'clock at the People's Market on Elizabeth Avenue. 
Between now and the end of the month, head over to West Boulevard Library to be part of Black History Month's Freedom Ride scavenger hunt. Follow the arrows around the library to learn about the people and places that shaped Black history, not just in Charlotte, but around the world. Along the way, collect prizes, and everyone who competes in the scavenger hunt will be entered into a raffle for a Black History Month gift basket. And we have lots more fun things happening for you this week in the Queen City, tomorrow on CLT First. QueenCityPodcastNetwork.com.